Welcome to the Don't Suck at Sales podcast. I'm your host, John Ziller. And I'm your host, Miranda Martin. And this is not your average sales podcast. We're going to teach you how to not sound like a corny telemarketer. We're also going to teach you how not to be weird during the sales process. We're going to teach you how to turn that sucky sales round upside down. We're also going to have some fun. So if you're ready to get into it, let's get into it. Good day, madam. Good day, sir. How are you, buddy? Good. I like your jacket that you got on there. Got that don't suck at sales gear, y'all. Got I have that my dumb. shirt on. I actually had that jacket on yesterday. Um, so I decided to wear my black t-shirt today with like, right. the, this is like a multicolored logo. It, it's cool. It's like pink and then it goes into blue. <laughs> you can't really tell. I know. It's, I think we got the same, same color logo going on. I like Yours it. Yours looks white though from here. Does it? Does it? it totally looks white, but it's not. It's illusion. Ooh. That's what happened. It is. It is. I love it. So we got yelled at Miranda. I don't know if you caught that in the what? comments section on our last podcast about someone saying it, this starts at six minutes. <laughs> so <laughs> I said, I, and I commented, I'm like, oh, you didn't like our banter. We're sorry about that. And the individual was like, I think I was just in a mood. <laughs> wow. So we won't make people wait six minutes this time. Um, I don't well, want to get. We should. Maybe you go for seven. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> maybe that person needs to hear what we're about to talk about today more than ever if they wrote that comment because this the thing that we're going to talk about today is near and dear to my heart because I think everyone that's listening can um, relate to what we're about to talk about. John, I remember um, the year that the first year um, that I did life insurance sales. I, I wrote 425 that year and I averaged like $7,500 of APV every month or sorry, every week, not month, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. So I was just very consistent, right? Like I I, I say that consistency is the mark of a tr true champion and it's better to be um, consistently good than occasionally awesome. That's like my tagline. It's in my book, like everything. So um, anyway, so I was just used to being consistent and I remember there was one week that I had booked 15 appointments or actually I think I got in front of 15 people so I must have I don't know if I had a really good show right but I remember it was 15 people I got in front of and guess how many people I helped I'm gonna go with a solid goose egg it, it was a goose egg it was a goose egg and this wasn't when I was like brand new and had no idea what I was doing this is when I was like used to being featured on all these conference calls national calls whatever and I remember Ryan Miller, my upline, he goes, okay, we're going to have you talk about that on our team call about how you went 0 for 15. And I was like, I can't believe it. Like, I feel like the worst ever. And I'm going to have to headline a call about this. And a friend of mine, um, Jimmy Spieldinner, who, who's our late friend of ours, who, who um, has since passed away, he said to me, he goes, are you questioning if you can even do this business? And I was like, no. And he, he was right. I was, I was totally like, I was consistent as all get up. I was the number one female in the company that year. And I had one bad week and I sure as heck, for some reason was like, maybe I forgot how to do this. Um, you know, like, I don't know, like I lost my mojo. Like, it's just so crazy, John, that no matter how good you are at this business and in sales and just, it, we can get in our own heads. Like, and a lot of times you don't want to admit it, but we, you do. And I'm sure it happens to you, John. You'll probably have a hard time admitting that one, but I right. think it happens to everyone, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. Like 
my ego, my ego will definitely get in the way with this one. But yeah, you know, <laughs> I am a mer. I've been literally 18 years old. I sold Kirby vacuum cleaners for <clears throat> the for two years, and then um, went on to sell memberships with with our previous company for the better part of 10. And then I've been doing this for the last eight. So literally 20 years of sales. That's all I've ever done. Um, and this is this is what I try to tell people. And thank God, I, I think his name was Gary Hutchinson told me this when I was 18 years old, Miranda. Um, <clears throat> he said, young man, he said, throughout the course of a month, he said, I don't care who you are, how good you are, where you come from or what you've done. He said, here's what every single month is going to look like if you are consistent and persistent. He said, you are going to have one amazing week where every single thing that you touch, it turns into gold. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's just, you just have this mojo. You have this aura about you. It's just, everything's amazing. And then he said, you're going to have one average week. And then he also said, you are going to have one week where it's like, you forget everything. And it all just comes crumbling down in that week, Miranda. Like you can't, there's nothing you can do. Maybe your breath stinks. Maybe you're like every single thing that you could possibly think that could go wrong just kind of goes wrong. And then you're going to have an average week. And he said, it's in that week of despair. It's in that week that like you, that, that is, that that's what like make or breaks people right? Is mm-hmm. how they respond in those weeks because everyone has them throughout the course of a month, Mer. Okay. So um, throughout the course of a month, stay consistent, stay persistent. You're going to have one good week, one great week, one average week, one terrible week, one average week, and it will co- it will end up being a good month if you stay consistent and persistent. So buddy, yeah. yeah, I'm with you. I've heard that forever. And those are the type of weeks that like question you, don't they? Like they question your yeah. question whether you can and- do it. So I, one of my favorite books, and I've heard it actually mentioned a lot on um, calls lately, is um, The Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by Harv Etker. And um, what he talks about in there is, do we have a scarcity mindset or are we living in an abundance mindset? Okay. And if you haven't read that book and you kind of feel like you're in that scarcity mindset, it's a great one to go read. But it's... I'm not going to say impossible, but it's very hard to win at sales when you're in that scarcity mindset. Mm-hmm. And here's here's how you can tell, okay? When you go to make a dial or when you go to sit with a family, are your thoughts selfish or are you worried about serving the person? So are your thoughts selfish or serving? And anytime that you go into a transaction and you're thinking about you and you're thinking about you know making that extra money for holidays or bills or if you're worried about paying your cell phone bill, you're not, you're looking for something from somebody instead of for them. So I'm going to pause there because I have something that really helped me a lot, John, with getting out of that scarcity mindset. Cause me as a single mom starting this business, I'm like looking at my bills that they were 13, 12 to 13 grand a month. I just kicked my ex-husband out. I'm like, what am I like? I have to make this work. So like scarcity mindset, that was me. Right. That was was me until I worked myself out of that. But you can still win if you manage those thoughts properly. And I think now, John, especially with the holidays and everything like right around the corner, like managing these the mindset of of this is more important than than ever, probably. 
Yeah, no doubt. And it's like, have you ever heard that phrase? Like in order to be able to fill other people's cups, you have to like you yourself, your cup has to be full. I think it's, it's kind of that same idea, right? Salespeople fail to kind of connect with their buyers, if you will, when they're worried about themselves. It's, it's really hard during a sales transaction to be worried about both. Right. And so like, you have to like, that's what I always loved about work, Mer, is that my, my situation was so terrible when I got into symmetry. My, my situation was atrocious. I mean, literally like, like working was an escape goat from my reality. Does that make sense? Like that's mm -hmm. how bad my reality was. And I loved the ability to work because I could turn everything off around me and just focus on the people in front of me. And I think that that's what, that's what will turn kind of like an average salesperson into a great salesperson is when they can shut off their entire world, not worry about anything and truly serve someone and truly focus on them and not worry about you or what you're going to make or anything. I've never done that throughout the sales transaction. <laughs> I've focused on them, if that makes sense. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So I have done that. Okay. I, and this is when we were kneecap to kneecap with people in the home. I remember I'd be sitting there and they'd be picking out a plan and I was just about to start the application. I had my phone and I'm like calculating up like how much commission I was going to be making. <laughs> and every a hundred, I don't know. I'm at, I don't know how many times I've done it, but I've done it enough to know a hundred percent of the time they did not do anything. It was like, they could sense the fact that I have my phone out and I'm like, wow, I'm going to make like, yeah. it's like, so it's like commission <laughs> a lot of attraction. It was, yeah. I didn't even know if I had commission breath but because I went into that, like, you know, frequency. I, and I, I was like, Hmm, immediately that I lost the sale. So right. oh, that there's 1800 bucks. That's going to pay my car. That's going to pay my, I, was cell just, phone. I don't even know. What, yeah. So, but it's like you, it, you, all of a sudden you're in that, you, you just transfer it over to that scarcity mindset or that selfish thinking, that selfish thinking. Yeah. Right. So, and I love what you're saying, John, because the ability to turn things off, you know, when I started this business, going through a divorce, dealing with that, like I would be bawling my eyes out so mad at my ex-husband like so mad just crying and as soon as somebody answered the phone I'm like hi mm -hmm. it's if you smile right it is like scientifically proven that you can't think bad thoughts as you are putting on that smile so mm -hmm. if you feel like crap right you're upset you're frustrated you're mad some typically what ends up happening is you don't smile right at the start of your phone calls or in your sales presentation and right there you've lost it yeah. right because these thoughts are overtaking it that frequency that you're sending out and then you wonder why the leads suck why you suck at sales whatever it's because we already decided that by those thoughts that we had before we even got started right yeah, yeah you're focused on the wrong things i'm telling you like i've heard agents do this too where they're like i'm like hey offer up this product and they immediately go yeah but i make more on this mm. hold on don't get me wrong the number one rule of business is to stay in business Right. But I promise you, if you're focused on you and what you're going to make and how it's going to benefit you and not the adverse, not the client, I'm telling you, always, always, always think about the client first. This carefrontation mentality, this like what, like if you can just 100% give who you are to them and treat them the exact same way that you would treat your mother 
if you don't like your mom, maybe your your wife. <laughs> if you don't like your wife, somebody that you really love and care about. <laughs> wow. But it's so true, buddy. I love it. Love what you're talking about today. One thing that that helped me um, really take what we do here seriously is when I started to think about, and like nine out of 10 people, they are totally screwed if they don't, if you don't help them, right? If somebody dies or they get really sick and they can't work, like most households do live on that, that's those two incomes right and so if one person's gone that family screwed and until i got in front of enough people and did the fire drill and went through that that belief stuck and i knew that if i didn't get my ass out of bed and make those phone calls and get in front of these people that they could get sick um they could die and the family like they have no clue they'll tell you they don't need it they'll t- try to get off the phone at the start of that booking call but at the end of the day you get in front of them it is heartbreaking to know especially in southwest florida john it's mostly retired people. And it's like these people work their entire lives, right? To be 75, 80 years old and not even have enough money to bury themselves. Like that 10 grand, that, that you know, that five grand, 10 grand, 20 grand, like that's going to be the difference if that the spouse, the widow's homeless or not. Like what we do, guys, like it's not a fun conversation, but it's our fiduciary responsibility to like get these people on the phone before they get sick, before they die right before they get some kind of medication that's going to make them uninsurable because that right there, John, having people die and become sick and do all these things. Like when I was in the middle of feeling sorry for myself, that was the kick in the ass that I needed to say, it's not about me. It's about that single mom or that, that stay at home mom that I'm about to meet with or call. Right. I bought these leads. So I'm contracted myself to like, take care of them. Yeah. Right. To make sure if they die, that their family's okay. That's exactly right. I've heard you say that like too, I think up on stage is that when you purchase that lead, it's like it, it you've contracted yourself to do what's right and not what's easy and have those tough conversations. Um, and I love what you said too, Mert, nine out of 10. I'm telling you, like, if got, first of all, everyone needs to track their numbers. And in upon tracking your numbers, if you are not helping out 90% of the families that you actually meet with, you're doing them a disservice. You're 100% doing them a disservice because 90% of the families across America need this. And so if you're not helping out 90% of the families that you sit with, um, you really should kind of like check your your process there and, and really have that as your barometer. Am I saying that right, Mer? Barometer, yeah. is that right? <laughs> so here's, here's something, and I know this is something that was shared, um, I think it might've been like the second conference that we went to john um with symmetry um but everyone knows i'm a huge like miracle morning nerd okay like miracle morning messenger nerd we're actually starting this book this week his new expanded version with my team um but um the one thing that really helped me was taking control of the the thoughts affirmations if you will before i started my day So if I'm going to be dialing the phone, I literally had like five different affirmations on a cue card that I would look at. I put up on my right next to where I was dialing something along the lines of maybe I should actually pull them up. I know they're on my computer somewhere, but it said like, you know, I'm here to help people. You know, these people might try to get off the phone, but I'm skilled enough to book an appointment and get in front of them. They need my help. Right. And then when I was meeting with clients, it was the same thing was 
um, you know, I'm going to work as hard as I can to get through this client presentation and see if they need my help. I'm not going to prejudge, right? I'm going to go through the system. And I went through every day when I'm building a team, I would be like, you know, doing interviews all day. I'd say, I say things to myself, like I'm looking for those right business partners, right? I'm going to weed through and, you know, be the best version of me today to help my clients find the people that I want to do business with. And so it's like these intentional conversations that you have with yourself before your day started, what do those look like? Is that something that we can write out and be intentional with? Um, because everyone has bad days, right? Every single person has bad days. It's good. It's easy to kick ass when you feel good and when things are good. Yeah. But what kind of strategy do you have in place for when they're not? Yeah. You yeah, know? That's that's so good. Um, and I know we're 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 at the top of our time here, but um I love that, pal. And like one of the things I'm telling you, like like go listen, <clears throat> like your favorite song. Like, would you agree, Mer, when your favorite song, like, on the planet comes on, it just, or get, like, Ice Ice Baby, does that not, like, immediately bring a smile to your face? <laughs> and so, like, that that's for Miranda. Um, but, like, that's what I would do, like, knowing that, like, th there's something funky, something funky in my brain. There's something funky with the way that I feel. There's, so, like, I literally, right before that presentation, I'm listening to my favorite song. Or I'm listening to a podcast that's just going to get me all jacked up, right? And full of excitement and full of vinegar, right? And full, like just full of just optimism and positivity and like fill your cup up literally right before every single presentation. Do it right before every single time that you dial. Watch how drastically your results change because you simply feel better. That's yep. so good, buddy. And if you have those, again, take inventory of your of your thoughts. Are they selfish or are they serving? Mm. If they're selfish, you can go to work on that. If mm. and if, again, don't go into your presentation or your phone calls with that thought. Get it. Get yourself right because boom, that's how you don't suck at sales, John. <laughs> don't suck at sales, y'all. Click, click here, <laughs> click here, click here, click wherever you click. Click subscribe. Uh, subscribe. We appreciate you guys listening. Outside of that. Bye, y'all.